These glasses. Fuck Chloe! Guys, we haven't mentioned it. Did you just see what happened? That is not my fault. We haven't mentioned. We didn't mention it the first time. I just breezed past it, but we have to mention it now. Welcome to Overdrinks, your new favorite podcast with the sisters you didn't know you needed. Welcome back to another episode of Overdrinks, our siblings. Oh, siblings! So I like that. Well, because not everyone's our sisters. sister. Yes. We're your sisters, so you're our siblings because you could be any gender you like. Very <laughs> inclusive over here. So let's jump straight into it. What has been happening in our life since we left them last time, Chloe? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot it's of great stuff. No, funny at all. sorry. A lot of great stuff with some not so great news that just kind of snapped in. Our Orma sadly passed away due to COVID. Yeah. So now we actually know someone like a close relative that died of I know. COVID. She has quite bad dementia. Had terribly. She had mm. quite bad dementia. So she was in a home for that. And COVID went through the home that she was in and she was in hospital for a little while, but it got so bad that they were like, we can't really do anything. So they put her in hospice so that they could just kind of be there with her for her last moments, which is awfully sad. And of course, we're going to get that news when we're on holiday. Like this I know. Holiday like... <laughs> was already going to be a little bit emotional. We're, we are like such positive people, but at the same time, it's just kind of like fucking trust. Like we've We've come on this holiday. It's the first one we've done. I'm not sure if we've mentioned it, but it's the holiday that we do with our family every year. And we've always done it with mum. And the place that we're staying at is actually where mum chose. Chose her last place. Yeah. yeah. We haven't stayed here before, but this was the last place she chose before she yeah, passed away. Yeah, we went to stay here in 2020, but obviously COVID made that impossible. Mm. And then we're going to stay here last year after she'd passed, but then COVID happened Stop again. And so we're finally here. And it's special that we're staying at the place that she chose and mm. our favorite place that we come as a family every year. But we knew it was going to be like pretty tough yeah also if you aren't familiar with our family we go on this holiday next year would be 20 years that we've done this holiday with the family so we've been doing it since all of us were kids yeah but it's just nice we started coming for like two weeks and now we come for like a month mum and dad used to always book for a month and the girls and i could come whenever we could that aligned with our schedules and then we'd give them a little bit of time the two of them at the end which was nice but yeah so it's always been a really nice family time for us and then this one we knew was going to be pretty emotional and then to top it off our orma passes away so we were just like I think it just brought back a lot of feelings as well like to be honest we've been handling it pretty well being up here I thought the first time we did this holiday again it would be really hard Mm. there's been hard moments but it's actually been really great it's been nice um but yeah then I think when we heard about Orma it just brought up feelings like obviously we like really miss her I haven't even really let myself think about her um, too yeah. much because i'm trying to like deny it but oh, complete denial. Yeah, I'm I'm such, denial i even started thinking about it just before and i was like nope i know but um because she was just like the so thing. and she was exactly what mum would be like at yeah. that age like she was just the typical european grandma yeah like, imagine so like, sweet. always filling you up on food yeah. like you haven't eaten enough yeah. eat more and she had like such a strong accent yeah and, and they spoke so yugoslavian as well so yeah. it was always just like the cutest little yeah um yeah so adorable so 
Yeah, so that's a bit of sad news. Yeah, it's just a bit like of a trust that it happened like this exact time. But mm. oh well. Um, yeah, I think we're we're getting through it by just you know she's back with mum doing now. what we do best and denying it. Yeah, all. we're just denying it and making a joke <laughs> out of it. But it is pretty hard. And I think at the end of the day, we just try and think, oh, she's with mum now. Yeah, she's back and with her Orpa. husband. Orpa. Yeah, because they were like so in love right to the end yeah so, yeah you just got to think of it that way yeah and just not let any dark thoughts creep the on brain in <laughs> yeah especially when you're in bed at like exactly 11 30 and keep and that positive delusion in. going guys <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing we excel at yeah we're very good at that. if we could bottle that we'd be millionaires we could yeah mm. maybe we can well, come out with a trademark i think there's like alcohol drugs <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Our own brand of alcohol to help you deny everything. Hallucinogenics. Anyway, on the topic of alcohol, a little bit more of a positive note. What are we drinking, Lozarunskis? Well, a little nice trip that we did yesterday up to Tambourine Mountain. Mm, one of our favorite places that we go every single year we come up here. Yeah, there's a distillery up there and it has like all these amazing spirits and stuff and they're famous for their flavored liqueurs. Guys, when I tell you... Will I tell you nothing? <laughs> I tell you nothing? <laughs> Seriously, they have the most insane flavors up there. It's Anything so you can good. imagine, they've got like really nice fruit ones. Like the schnozberries taste like schnozberries. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> and they're so spot on. So they've got like really fruity ones like watermelon. I got a limoncello, which is what we're drinking tonight. Yeah. And then they've got like jaffa. And- yeah. So we did a tasting mm. and the ones that we picked, we had eight between us. Mm. And what flavors did we get? Let's see if we, we got coconut, mm-hmm. passion fruit, mm-hmm. wattle toffee, which we oh. ended up buying. Guys, you would never think like wattle toffee, like that might not appeal to you, but we knew because we've been there so many times that that's like their signature. Iconic one, like, yeah. yeah. And it is like an orgasm it is in your iconic, mouth. Yeah. It's so delicious. Oh, so good. We also got Turkish delight, which mm-hmm. was oh, insane. We got lavender, lavender, which I was so excited about. And I feel like if you mixed it well enough, it'd be delicious, but it just kind of tasted a little bit like essential too, oil. Yeah, too floral, like essential oil. And it like reminded me because I've been taking a calming tablet that has lavender oil in it. So and I was like, <laughs> no, it's too sleepy. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, it just tastes like that. But I can imagine it looks really pretty. It's very mm. purple and it mm. looks really pretty. And if it was just a little tinge. Of well, I reckon lavender, if you mix it, or something, like if you made a gin and tonic with a little bit of that. Or, and rosemary. Didn't I? Yeah. Didn't I? When we were at yours, does mum have the lavender one? Is that the one I made a Negroni with? Yeah. Yeah, that was really good. That's right. That You're was raving nice. about that. That was what gave you the kick to liven up for my party. Yeah. You dying on the floor. <laughs> okay, so lavender, we had three more. Jaffa, salty caramel, not salted caramel. Yeah, salty caramel. And what was the last one? Gingerbread. Gingerbread, was that's right. Final. Which, it didn't really taste gingerbread it tasted more ginger, but it was still delicious. And yeah, you could I thought Im- it was pretty gingerbread. I could imagine. I could imagine. <laughs> I could imagine. I could imagine made. you'd make an amazing cocktail with that. A it Christmas was, cocktail. Mm. Mm. So we didn't test the limoncello, but I bought it because I know it's amazing from there. And I We've also so bought their there, yeah. Lily Pilly Pink Gin, which is amazing. It was mum's favorite. So I'm getting really into my gin lately. I thought it'd be nice to get one of those too. And I got the Waddle Toffee and the Coconut. Yeah, so the drink that we're drinking tonight is a delicious spritzer. It's kind of like the one that we had for Christmas, and I think we had it in an episode. But oh, yeah, we did. Our Italian theme. Yeah, holiday <laughs> stories. Instead of Prosecco, it's a dry rosé, a little bit of limoncello, and some soda water. It's an absolute vibe and half. Delish. Limoncello in my bellow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Okay, and we have a very exciting announcement to make this very episode, Very exciting. Guys. Drum roll, please. That's such an anticlimactic drum roll. <laughs> We're doing our first giveaway. Yeah, very exciting, guys. You're in for an absolute treat. We have gone... <laughs> Above and beyond and overboard. <laughs> well, and we wanted to make like. it super... Worth it. Yeah. Worth like, it for you. Like, because we wanted to do a giveaway that we would enter and, like, mm. what we would want. And you're not going to enter it if it's not good, you know? So, we are giving away the ultimate overdrinks entertaining pack. The ultimate. To get you ready for the spring-summer social season. So, it's, like, perfect for pre-drinks and everything. Yeah. So, it's featuring six margarita glasses, mm-hmm. four martini glasses... Two gin glasses, those big balloon the glasses. big, like, yeah. fishbowl ones. Love those. Four tumblers, four cocktail coupes or champagne coupes, whatever you mm. want to have in there is fine. And a cocktail shaker. It's pretty good, guys. You guys are so bloody lucky. Yeah, perfect for praise. Perfect for coming into summer, Exactly, too. exactly. So we've timed it well. So to enter, you must be following us on Instagram at overdrinks.pod. And you have to follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Super easy, guys. Yeah, it's just up the top there. You know how to do it. And you must share the giveaway post from our Instagram to your story. And you have to make sure to tag us so we can see. Yeah, because if you're on private as well, we won't be able to see. So make sure you're on public. Make sure you tag us. So good luck, guys. And just quickly, if you need to know how to follow a podcast on Spotify, you just go to the podcast Hopefully you already know how to do this because yeah, you, you should, should be, be following, us. following us anyway if you're listening. And then you go um, to the little dot, dot, dot on Spotify. Click follow. Easy. You can rate the show as well. May as well while you're there. Give Gosh, us five stars. Five out of five. And then on Apple, you go to the show. You go to the top right-hand corner. So Spotify, it's like in the middle of the page. Apple, it's the top right-hand corner. You can either click the dot, dot, dot and click follow the show or you just press the little plus button at the top and it adds it to your library. Go oh, ahead, guys. Go. Everyone, come on. It'll be great. It'll be fun. And then and you can be win. drinking along with us when you're listening to the episodes out of your gorgeous so new cocktail glasses. New you could have them just, just all lined up with different cocktails <laughs> exactly. that we've said from different episodes. Just we should along. do that. Do a drinking game specifically for the person that wins it. <laughs> what they should drink from each one. Yeah. That'd be such a cute idea. Yeah, I love that. Let's do it. All right, guys. So good luck. Cheers to that. Cheers. Good luck. Okay, so what else have we been up to this holiday, Loz? Oh, so many fun stuff. So many dead relatives. <laughs> um, no, so we have, we've done like a lot, actually. We've done, as Dad We've done saying. a lot for, because this holiday. Does this holiday seem kind of busy? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have time for this. We don't have time for anything. He's losing his mind. Oh, it's so funny. The poor thing. So this holiday is like, every time we come up here, it's like getting into spring and it's much warmer up here. We're always like going to the beach, getting a tan, eating like, we go to this place. Tropical Health, uh, Tropical Health World, (laughs) Tropical Fruit World that has like amazing tropical organic fruits. fruits. Yeah, we eat like really healthy up here and we go for walks every day because like Mm. gorgeous coastline and everything. Swims every day. Yeah, and so our very first day, our very first walk, Chloe wasn't quite up here yet and the kids hadn't arrived yet. It was just me and dad and we went for a walk and he was fine. Mm. But it was our very first day. He'd driven because he drives every year and now Mm. I'm like driving up with him. Mm. And he drove like, what, 10 hours to get up here. And that probably wouldn't have been very good for it. But then after the walk, he was like, okay, the next day his Achilles was, he said it like felt like he heard it. It 
was so swollen and red and his foot is so swollen. It's like mm. Jade's pregnant feet. His that we foot love so didn't much. swell though until like a few days after oh, that's I got true. here. Yeah, it took a while for it, the. Yeah, so he when kept I, walking around on yeah, it. When I got here, his Achilles was really red and I thought he'd been bitten by something and I grabbed it and I touched it. I grabbed I it. Broke it again. <laughs> no. I'm not How is this brutal? <laughs> You want to know what pain feels like? <laughs> no, I grabbed it What's and it was the same for it. <laughs> and it, you know, when something's infected and it's really hot, hot, yeah. And there was like heat exuding out of it, yeah. and so I was like, it, "You've bit me bitten by something, a hundred percent." He's like, "What could I have been bitten by though?" Like, and it didn't come up until later. And then it started giving me like PTSD because remember when he got freaking um, shingles, shingles, like- and he thought that he'd just been stung by something yeah. in the ocean. And we're like, "Dad's gonna die. We're gonna be orphans." <laughs> we're like, "Do I? We change our Instagram bio to orphans?" <laughs> See, this is how we deal with things. He was literally in hospital like a month We're later. We're bawling our eyes out. After We're like, passed away. So do we update our Instagram bias now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we've ever spoken about dad shingles before. That was traumatic. That ass. was so fun. I, was I had to leave him in the hospital, over. like in the room next to the room that we said bye to mum in. And I was yeah. like, dad. I was super hungover because it was the morning after Ryan's birthday and he kind of had like a party at his. And you call and you're like, guys, um... I'm just had to take dad to hospital and he's going to stay in overnight. And then I Googled it and it was like, shingles can be deadly if you find it late enough. And I was like, you, no parent club. <laughs> Jesus. But luckily we didn't have to worry about that that time. And hopefully not Maybe we time. will this time. <laughs> but yes, the poor thing, that was the first walk and the only walk he's been able mm. to do. And he's really into Bikram yoga as well. So he brought all of his stuff up here to do Bikram yoga because he goes to a studio up here. Yeah. And the very first day he inches himself, he hasn't really been able to do too much. It's like so b- And he refuses to go see someone up here because he just says he'll go see his, like the guy that he, the physio that he knows mm. down and in And he's like, Sydney. what are they going to tell me? They're just going to uh, tell me to lay off my foot. Yeah. Anyway, so... The poor thing is like literally crippled, and we've been dragging him to dinners and stuff all over the place. And he's but he's like, been a good sport. He has been. It was good as well because when the kids were here, he felt like he wanted to make as much time while they were here. Yeah. So like he came to like the wildlife park with us. Yeah. And the kids, and then since they've left, we're like, all right, now the party begins. Yeah. Yeah. It dinners, was, um, dinners, drinks, drinks. It was lots of fun. So last night we went to Light Years at Burley. There's I'm gonna one... say it. I think it's one of my favorite restaurants of all time. You know, Chloe was pretty good. Yeah. So I went there the first time I went to Byron with my group of friends. And then we only went there once. We were all raving about it. And then this time we went, we're like, we've got to go back to Light Years. It was just amazing. And we went and we're like, what if it doesn't live up to the hype? And it freaking did. So then I was raving about it to Dad and Loz. And then I was like, what if I've spoken too highly of it and they don't like it? Guys, they loved it. Yeah. Don't you love when you just recommend something and people love it? Yeah. it's like dad, whenever we watch any show or movie that he's like chosen and he's like, are you guys liking it? What, <laughs> what do you guys think? think? <laughs> well, we and saw that really. Say, he said that he was joking. But he's like, don't you reckon when you recommend a movie or a show and they like it, you feel really empowered? Yeah. Because <laughs> we were watching a new show that Lauren recommended. And guys, it's insane. You've got to watch it. It's called oh. The Resort. It's on Stan. And it's just like a fun it's mystery so thriller but it's a comedy as well yeah. and it's just like there's so many twists and turns it's so different from anything that i've seen as well yeah like it's like almost we're only halfway through and last night we watched the last episode that they've got 
up at yeah, the moment. Yeah, so it's one of those ones where a new episode's released every week, but we didn't realise that. It's like, we're back in the 90s. What's going on? But yeah, so we have to wait for that. And it's like on this huge cliffhanger. Mm. But basically... It also ends every episode on a massive yeah, cliffhanger as yeah. well. So you're like, so do good. we start another one? But it kind of seems like there's like a little bit of like the supernatural kind of thing yeah. coming into it as well. But anyway, we definitely recommend it. It's fantastic. It's on Stan. And yeah, get around it. Speaking of recommendations, what else do we have to recommend? We're on holiday. So we've been reading heaps, yeah. And Lauren actually gave me a book before we came up here and I haven't had time to read it. My uh, 12 books this year is going really well. But I read this one that she gave me called The Strangers We Know and it's by Pip Drysdale. It's really good. It's, it's kind of, when you start reading it, you're kind of like, oh... I don't know about this. I feel like she writes a really good thriller, but her writing itself isn't that yeah, great. It's, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It's kind of like a bit basic. But Very it's, basic. It's, it's easy to read though. Yeah, it's a super easy read. I read the whole thing in three days, but there's such good twists and turns in it. And it's just really interesting. Basically, she's with her girlfriends and they're all single. And one of them's on a dating app and like just swiping through all these guys. And then she sees her husband's photo on, as one of the things. And she's like, wait, wait, go back. She's like, you can't go back once you've said no on them. And then she's like, that definitely was him because I took that photo on our honeymoon. Anyway, and then she confronts him about it. He denies it. And then all this weird stuff starts happening. And it's just really good and really intriguing. And you just want to keep reading because you want to find out what happens at the end. And it's good. There's just heaps of twists. So I recommend that. The next book I started reading, I'm only halfway through. It's a bit dark and because a lot of dark things are happening in my life lately it's a bit harder to get through like the last one's dark because some hectic stuff happens but this one is like eerie dark like there's two perspectives of this house on the lake well it's called the house on the lake lol and it's by Nuala Elwood. Not sure if I'm pronouncing that wrong. One perspective is by this woman in her late 20s and she's been beat up by her husband and that she's got a three-year-old son. So she takes her son and she leaves and she goes and stays in this house that someone recommended to her and it's by the lake. And then the other perspective is from this young girl who's 11 years old and she lives in this house with her dad and her dad's a ex-military and he went to fight in the Iraq war. And he met his partner over there and she's died mysteriously. We're not sure how she's died just yet, but they had a baby together. So he came back to, I think it's set in the UK. And so he's come back over there with his daughter and raised her in this house, just them. And they live off the land. So they hunt for their food and stuff. And they refuse to speak of like, he just will not talk about the mum at all. And so she literally refers to her mum as dead mother. And I'm like, this is great for my denial phase, but it's really good. And it's written really well. Like I'm reading this book and I'm in the house and I'm picturing everything. Like it's so well written, Yeah. but it is quite dark. So I feel like it's not really one that you like get into bed, snuggle up and like, oh, this is mysterious. Oh my God. I know exactly what you mean. It's more, I want the lights on while I'm reading yeah. it, but it's really, really good. It's um, easier to read at the beach or by the pool than it is. At, yeah. Like it's no, not one yeah. that I, like when I have tried nice to, slumber. yeah, when I have tried to read it at night, it kind of, um, I only read a chapter and then I put it down, but it's like, you can tell some real weird twist is going to happen because yeah, the very first, you want to know what's happening. Yeah, yeah. The first chapter, is just two pages and it's like you don't know who it is yet if it's the young girl or the older girl and then she's like she can see all this like red blood in the snow and then she's like and then I realized I killed him and you're like oh my god who did you kill so you're trying to get to the end to find out but it's really good I recommend both of them what about you Lars amazing I'll have to read that one after you so I've been doing pretty well on my 12 books I think I'm up to book five and six of this year 
Mm. But my first one that I have to recommend is called The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Mm. And that was so good. So it was set in this little isolated island in Ireland. 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 Oh, wait, no, that's where it's set. Ireland, my oh. last book, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. But it's just amazing. It's from different perspectives. It's five different guests at this wedding oh. that is set on this island. And it's just like, it's pretty hectic. You know that there's been like a murder or something. And like, it's like, who did it and who's dead? You don't know who's dead yet and stuff oh. like that. And yeah, it's just really like, you like want to know what's happening. That was really good. Really well written. The next one was called The Sanatorium by Sarah Pierce. All of the things that I read are either side psychological thrillers where there's like a murder mystery kind of thing mm. or a Dan Brown adventure kind of <laughs> historical book. So yeah, so this, the sanatorium was set in a hotel resort up in the top of the Alps in Switzerland uh-huh. and there's like a hectic snowstorm happening outside and someone is murdered and then someone else goes missing and all this stuff is happening. But the resort was actually like a refurbished old sanatorium, which was kind of like a quarantine hospital where they take tuberculosis patients back in the day and so there's all these like eerie like memorabilia of this like old hospital and everything and it's like it comes out that there's like a connection to that and there's like all this weird stuff you don't really like know what's going on Mm. until the end but it's it's really good so I would recommend that as well and then the next one I started was The Last Mrs. Parrish by Liv Constantine and I'm halfway through that almost exactly just a bit over halfway and that was like what you were saying these other books were like dark but it was like I wanted to know what was happening and Mm. it wasn't too this isn't even dark like some other books that I've read it's just like it's just so fucked up what this Mm. one particular girl is doing she's just like a sociopath and she's like got this plan of something that she wants to do and she's just really determined to like bring other people down in order for like this plan to come to fruition but it's just so hectic and so I was reading it I found as well that I didn't want to read it at night Mm. like I just wanted something that was just gonna like help me drift off and this is kind of I just find it really like hard to stomach what she's doing even though it's not as dark as like Mm. the stuff that I've read about people like murdering people and killing themselves and Mm. like Munchausen and all this stuff <laughs> that's way darker but this I don't know I guess because it seems like so yeah. real or something I think I don't as know. well the way that they write like it makes it feel really real yeah sometimes you want to read a book to escape but you don't want yeah. to escape to that like yeah I know exactly darker mean. place yeah <laughs> mm. but yeah so the last Mrs. Parrish it it's really good, but the girl that she's screwing over, I'm just up to the part where it switches perspective to that woman's perspective. Mm. So it's a different character now. So that will be interesting. But because that was, I need something to like lull me to sleep. Mm. So I have been reading at night, The Lost Symbol by Dan Brown. It's the author that wrote The Da Vinci Code and Angels and Demons and stuff. And I love his books and they're just so easy to read. And like, I've never said, read a Dan Brown. I'll oh my God, to. you haven't? Mm. You, yeah, you should. They're so good. It's like you said, like such good escapism. Mm. Love. Yeah, so I'd recommend that as well. I haven't read a Dan Brown book that I haven't liked, though. Mm. So another thing that I guess we could recommend doing, our friend tonight sent us the Myers-Briggs personality test. Oh, yeah. And I actually have done it before, but I can't remember what I got. But our whole group did it tonight, and it was so interesting seeing what everyone got. I got the campaigner and Chloe got... The, I got the protagonist. Yeah, the protagonist. Which, that word just always makes me laugh because when I, I was know. in <laughs> It was so funny school, that you got the protagonist. <laughs> it made me crack up. When I was in primary school, I had to write like a um, report, as they called it in primary school, on something. And Lauren was helping me with it and she taught me the word protagonist and what it meant. And so ever since then, I would always like joke to her, like I'd be watching a movie and I'd be like, oh, is he the, the protagonist? And I was like, <laughs> and I, I've done it from such a young age. 
And now we just make a joke out of it. So I just think it's funny that I got that one. So I'll tell you what the protagonist means. A protagonist is a person with extroverted, intuitive feeling and judging personality traits. These warm, forthright types love helping others and they tend to have strong ideas and values. They back their perspective with the creative energy to achieve their goals. Protagonists feel called to serve a greater purpose in life. Thoughtful and idealistic, these personality types strive to have a positive impact on other people and the world around them. They rarely shy away from an opportunity to do the right thing, even when doing so is far from easy. Wow, that makes me sound like I'm really tooting my own horn. <laughs> I'm just superior, guys. I'm just such a good person. I would put my own life on Above hold anyone. to fix anyone else. I'll read mine. So mine is the campaigner. So it's exactly the same as Chloe's except for the last trait. So a campaigner, ENFP, is somebody with the extroverted, intuitive, feeling and prospecting personality traits. So we've got the exact same ones except for the last one. Mm. These people tend to embrace big ideas and actions that reflect their sense of hope and goodwill towards others. Their vibrant energy can flow in many directions. Campaigners are true free spirits, outgoing, open-hearted and open-minded. With their lively, upbeat approach to life, they stand out in any crowd. (laughs) But even though they can be the life of the party, campaigners don't just care about having a good time. These personality types run deep, as does their longing for meaningful emotional connections with other people. And there's a little quote that goes along with it. It doesn't interest me what you do for a living. I want to know what you ache for. And if you dare to dream of meeting your heart's longing. Cute. By Oriah Mountain Dreamer. Add that to your bio. Like. I know. <laughs> but like when I read that, I smiled because I thought that is like so true. Like when I want to get to know people, I don't care what they what their job is. Like yeah. your job doesn't really say anything about you. It's like, mm. who, it's like what makes you tick? What do you like doing? What are yeah. your hobbies? I agree. I yeah. like that. But yeah, reading through, like that is just like basically giving us a big rap about how great we are. But if you read through like all the strengths and weaknesses and all the different traits, it was like mind blowing how accurate it was. I was like, oh. What were your percentages? So my percentages, I got for extroverted versus introverted, I got 68% extroverted and 32% introverted, which is pretty accurate. 74% extroverted and 26% introverted. Yeah, similar, but I'm a little bit more introverted. And it's so funny because we're just having this big conversation up here. We were like, are you an extrovert or an introvert? And we both said you would think straight away extroverts, Mm. but we both have introverted parts of our personalities. Like Mm. I really enjoy my own time and I could easily like spend a week just by myself self like mm. doing my own thing i also introvert being around oh. i also love being yeah i love mm. being around other people i love going out i love having lots of friends like i can never have too many friends mm. i don't need to just be in small groups or like just one-on-ones mm. i like being in big groups but i feel like every now and then i need like my social battery to be recharged by just spending time by myself yeah or with, I'm like you or dad or whatever yeah even like when i have been on holidays with friends before there's a lot of the time where like i'll be like oh i'm just going to go have a shower and then i'll go have a shower and then just like go into my bedroom and i'll kind of just like chill by myself for a little bit because you just need that time by yourself Same, yeah also one of the questions kind of threw me didn't throw me at all. It was more just like, <laughs> Psych, well, what, got you. what are you asking? Because it was like, after a long, hard, stressful week at work, I, I want to be the exact in a big group. And I was like, 
Well, I mean, Saturday night, I yeah. definitely, after a long week, I'd be like, yeah, love to. But Friday night, if I've had a really hectic week, I'd just prefer to go home, yeah. watch TV on the couch and I have takeaway. Yeah. But I feel like, I don't know. I can't remember what I answered for that one. I, th- I answered closer to yes than no. Okay. Well, there you go. Extrovert. But that was more, if I'm talking Saturday night, if I've had a hard week, I'm like, yep, yeah, get me a bevy, get me yeah. in the sun, get me surrounded by my best people. Let's get on the dance floor. Chuck a, chuck a little groove on the deer. Wearing my like, finest fits and I'm I vibing. Think part of mine actually like basically was that exact sentence. Like, it was like, you love being on the dance floor surrounded by people and like getting other people on the dance floor. I don't know floor why, summer. but I just have in my head that this summer that we're coming into is going to be the best it's summer It's going to be the best summer of all time. I've never said that before either. Per- never. <laughs> I'm picturing perfect weather. I'm picturing happiness oozing out of my skin. You're picturing me hooking up with so many people mm, yeah once. that's exactly what i'm picturing i'm just like yes lauren df hookups with like 15 20 year olds just surrounded oh, 15 20 year olds no, i, you I meant-, meant 20 15 year olds <laughs> You meant 15 to 20 year olds. I was like, oh, I don't think so. Oh my God. Also, I am adorable as hell. And oh I my God, got yeah, us, we forgot to mention this. Yeah, I got us some cute little edible flowers because every time we walk to the beach, we go past this little garden and they've got like a semi little veggie patch, but they've also got edible flowers in there. And so I was like, oh, I'll go grab some of those for our cocktails. And then I just looking at them, they look super cute, but it reminded me of when we were at Light Years last night and my oh cocktail my God, was yes. like... <laughs> beautiful and delicious and honestly this didn't gross me out at all because i was like it's just super natural obviously but it had little i love um, the nature i love the nature it had little flowers on the top and i was looking at them and a little caterpillar was crawling on them (laughs) and it was just kind of like swaying in the air and i was was probably drunk yeah probably but i was like how freaking cute and then i told dad and lauren and dad was like oh well let's get them to replace it i was like nearly done i was like it doesn't really bother me i love caterpillars in my cocktails (laughs) i love them and then dad called them over and i was like oh sorry and she was like oh my god i'm so sorry i'll replace it now but yeah i was just like how funny that's obviously so we left uh, absolutely scathing (laughs) review (laughs) disgusting all their drinks (laughs) nah it was great no also a little caterpillar if it was a cockroach isn't it so funny how because it was a little caterpillar i'm like oh my god cute, cute. can i pat it should i take it home with me yeah but if it was like a cockroach or a fly i'd be like oh my god i feel sick isn't it funny like if a ladybug lands on you you're like yeah oh, nice good luck oh my god we have the best day ever and if a fly lands on you you're like get the fuck off me mm. these fucking flies do you remember that cold mosquito you just murder it that Carl Varen skit, how he's like, yeah. <laughs> how he's like, when you're getting like hammered by flies and it looks like you're insane and you're having Going like a like conniption or something, yeah, <laughs> you're like, fucking, fucking leave me alone. <laughs> Carl Varen is so funny. Yeah. I'd love to see him live. Does he even do anything these days? I don't know. I remember this back in the day when we were like, yeah. Wait, did we used to get them from Video Easy? Oh, One yeah. Year? Yeah. Days, on but I remember he'd always do like the. Yeah. <laughs> like the fly coming towards you. And the, I still, if I go, sometimes, I'm like, sometimes I'm a dickhead. <laughs> and it's not even funny now. But back then it was so funny. Well, anyway. that was like that thing that you were watching the other day, Charlie the Unicorn. I know. Does anyone remember Charlie the Unicorn? Oh it was God, like we were obsessed. a classic. Charlie. But if you watched it today, it would like not be Charlie. funny. Or we were saying the shiz. 
Oh my god, shit. Yeah. Let's get some like that would not be funny if you watched that today. I'd be or like, even we had um our auntie and basically our uncle, our honorary godfather, <laughs> over for dinner the other night and we mentioned dude where's my car? And then our auntie was like, Oh, I haven't seen that before. And we're like, Oh my god, so good and then we're like, wait, like it might would not really translate funny, these yeah. days. Like it might not be funny. But then we started quoting like every scene and we're cracking up <laughs> and they're just all sitting there like watching us and we're like Sorry guys, I probably you guys haven't seen the movie. It's <laughs> interesting. Mm. But anyway, back to the personality traits. So the percentages, I got... Oh, my God. We really (laughs) took a sidestep there, didn't we? I got 66% intuitive. I got 62. And 34% observant. 38 for me. Okay. For nature, I got 32% thinking. Oh, my God. 68% feeling. Me too. Twin a Two girls, one brain. Two girls, one brain, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, my God. So funny. We've been doing this thing, like, for the last, like, month or so where we've just – because we always just think the same thing or say the exact same thing at the same time or she'll send me something that I was, like, Googling to send her mm. or something. It's and become so- – it's like ridiculous. We've always kind of been like that, all yeah. three of us sisters growing up, but I feel like almost since we started this podcast. I know. We literally, we've morphed into one person. We've morphed into one person <laughs> and we just have the same brain. And so we've been calling it like two girls, one brain. And whenever something like that happens, we're like TGOB and stuff. <laughs> and then the other day we went to the beach and we found like we're trying to escape. <laughs> we're trying to escape the wind. It was a really windy day and we found this beach that was like totally protected. And we went into this little... We're like, it wasn't really a burrow, but we were calling (laughs) it a burrow. We're like, oh, this burrow is amazing. Like, oh, what a great burrow. Can I borrow this burrow? And like, listen stuff. And then both at the same time, we're like, two Two girls, girls, one burrow. (laughs) And we've just been doing that with like anything that starts with a B, two girls, one booth. We got a booth booth, at the restaurant last night. Like, two girls, one booth. Two girls, one bucket. And we got dad's ice bucket for his poor Achilles. (laughs) And the last one. Oh, wait. We haven't done judging and prospecting yet. So then I got for tactics, 33% judging and 67% prospecting. And this is where we differ. Wow. See, I got 60% judging and 40% prospecting. Can you read out what that means? Because it says prospecting individuals are very good at improvising and adapting to opportunities. They tend to be flexible nonconformists who value novelty above stability, which is pretty accurate for me well mine is judging individuals are decisive thorough and highly organized they value clarity predictability and closure preferring structure and planning to spontaneity Wow. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense then. I feel like I'm a little bit of both though. Like I feel like I'm definitely a bit of both. Like I love a to-do list, but Mm. I'm also like a bit airy fairy. I think it's a Gemini as well. Every single Gemini thing that I've ever read, not that I'm like super into star signs or anything, but they always say adaptive, super adaptive to like situations and stuff. And then that says adaptive as well. Adaptive. Adaptive. Okay. And then the last one, I got 72% assertive. This is for identity. Yeah. Identity. I got 72% assertive and 28% turbulent. Oh, I got 42% assertive and 58% turbulent. You read out assertive? Okay. So assertive individuals are self-assured, even-tempered and resistant to stress. Lol, I'm very resistant to stress. (laughs) I'll just have a nap instead of worrying about that. (laughs) Okay. They refuse to worry too much and tend to be self-confident when striving to achieve goals. Ah, see, mine, I got turbulent. Turbulent. <laughs> I'm stuck out in the ocean and everything is just terrible and I'm going to die. There's big waves coming. It's turbulent. Have you guys, <laughs> have you guys seen that um, meme and it's like the little chihuahua dog and it's like me when I'm waiting for my friends to pick up FaceTime? <laughs> we send that to Chloe and we're like, this is so, so you. Because I'm like, well, obviously. Before you're having a panic attack. And you're like, when... <laughs> 
<laughs> when I was in a job that I wasn't loving and mum had just passed away, I would often have a breakdown leaving work. <laughs> and I just called them a bit, God, you are in such a better <laughs> hey, place now than you. Hey, uh, seriously, right. I freaking needed it. I'd be like, hey, guys. And they'd be like, hey, why are you? And I'd be like, no, no, I don't And I just burst into tears. I was like, fuck, I'm such an annoying younger sister. Having an absolute breakdown. Thank God I had you guys, though. I would absolutely have suffered if I didn't. I think it's a very older sister as well to be, like, assertive and to be Mm. um, self-assured and stuff like that. And it's a very younger sister of me to be very turbulent. (laughs) Turbulent. Quintessent. Quintessent. We always say she's the quintessential little sister because she just like, she'll come into my room and like leave the door open like a crack when she leaves or she'll like come and like borrow all my stuff and then like leave it out and stuff, just classic stuff. And we're like, you're just like the quintessential little sister. And so so whenever she does anything, she just goes, quintessential and smiles. (laughs) I can't get angry at it. I'm so cute. Okay. For turbulent, it says turbulent individuals are self-conscious and sensitive to stress. True. <laughs> they feel a sense of urgency in their emotions and tend to be success driven, perfectionistic, and eager to improve. Ah. Yeah, that's true. I'm eager to improve. <laughs> I need to improve in my life. Maybe Seriously. you need to be reading some self help books rather than dark, turbulent novels. I actually bought this self help book and I remember reading about it, but the title of the book is called good vibes, good life. So that's just turning me off completely, but it's meant to actually be a really good self-help book, but it's not like a, I should have brought that too and I freaking wish that I did. What? Maybe you can listen to it on audible, but I bought the book for like 20. Oh, you've got it. I've got it at home. Yeah. I just didn't bring it. Funnily enough though, our entire group did the test and almost everyone, like half the group, got protagonists like Chloe. I know, which is not very protagonist of me. But I know, I know everyone's a protagonist. Yeah. Everyone's got that main character energy. <laughs> but I think it just shows like that a lot of us are similar because I am the campaigner is almost exactly the same as a protagonist, only that last yeah. le- that last one. Well, it actually says the protagonists. The protagonist's personality type is relatively uncommon, making up only 2% of the population. Yeah. Famous protagonists include Oprah Winfrey, Barack Obama. Oh my God. If you get one that says like your personality type is the same as Oprah Winfrey and Barack Obama, I think you're winning. Don't worry if you're a bit turbulent inside. But um, listen to who the third one is. It's so random. John Cusack. <laughs> like, I mean, I definitely. Him. He's a great actor. You go Barack but, Obama, Oprah Winfrey, and, and then John, John Cusack. Cusack. Definitely in the same category there. But it's funny that there's only 2% of the population, but like 60% Half of our, our group. group. Yeah. But there are 16 different personality types. So I guess. And I also feel like our group, the reason we're a group is because we're all quite similar. Yeah, like, exactly. And like, because my one is quite similar to that as well. We had, because it does like the letters mm. and mine is quite similar to that. So like, it makes sense that a bunch of best friends that have been friends for so long are going to be kind of similar. And then we have like a few people that have like really different ones, but they're similar to others. So mm. if you want to do the test for yourself, just go to 16personalities.com. That's my personal blog. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving right along. We've got a little bit of celebrity goss to discuss tonight as well, don't we? We do. So we're very behind the eight ball here because we obviously had the two-week break. Then we had Dad on the podcast. Then last week we spoke about crazy dating app stories. Mm. So we haven't had like a catch-up gossip chat in a while. So that's why we thought we'd do this one. Yeah. But we haven't spoken about this yet, even though I guess it is old news now. But 
let's still go there. Heartbreak Central. <laughs> Pete and Kim broke up. I'm actually really rattled about it, but it just goes to show that it was a... I loved show. them. I know. Like, the fact that they got together just after the Travis Scott festival fiasco happened, mm. and then people were saying it was publicity stuff because of that, and then they broke up the day Chloe's baby is well, born. Well, they also were together for nine months, exactly, which is the length of a pregnancy. So did they only get together when they found out that Chloe's surrogate was pregnant? Oh my God, Chloe. What? what? That is crazy. Uh, isn't it? I freaking love Pete Davidson. I just I want him, I wish him the world of happiness. The only thing I do worry about is because he has had all these relationships and if they're saying he's got that BDE, I get why the girl's like a hooked at the beginning. Mm. I do worry though. I know that he suffers from a few mental illnesses. So maybe that could be playing its part after a few months because it's always like none of these relationships have ever really lasted longer than a year or so yeah uh, apparently um him and kim were actually together longer than him and ariana wow really yeah it's funny though because it reminds me that bda thing that kim was going on about like do you remember when iggy azalea was talking about how crazy it was that ariana grande and pete davidson were together and she was like she's digmatized and it Mm. went like viral Mm. yeah i do (laughs) (laughs) you remember that guys No, but I mean, like, maybe they're all just getting digmatized and then that wears off and then they're like... But I feel like he'd be so cute. And I also remember when he was dating Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. And someone came out, like, there was this big article and it said, like, what do all these girls see in him? And he just, he responded to it, like, he tweeted about it or whatever social media platform he has because he's got no Instagram. And he was like, I don't understand why I'm getting, like, such a bad rep about this. Like, every girl that I date, I treat like a princess and I'm so, like, happy to be with them. Is it so hard to believe that girls just like being treated well? And I was like, that's so true like he just seems like he'd be a really cute little boyfriend and then someone tweeted something about like maybe he's just like a nice guy or something like that and kate beckinsale liked it or reshared it or something like that being like or maybe commented it. i don't know she did something (laughs) finger on the pulse again (laughs) kate beckinsale was involved in some way shape or form you know part of me is like fuck we need to do so much more research when we do these things but then i'm like it's it's funnier if we fucking do up (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right moving right along and to the next like we thing. always say our whole thing is you're just sitting down with your friends exactly and your friends don't always know exactly what's going on <laughs> do they <laughs> <laughs> so we are we're crazy sisters that just want to bring the goss but don't have anything really to back it up <laughs> just want to bring the bands so anyway that's heartbreaking because it just makes me think that the whole relationship was a fraud and i really believed in it mm. so there you go um, who's next girlfriend will be i know naomi campbell People are thinking, oh, Naomi Campbell, that would be iconic. I don't think Naomi would go there, though. No, but she was dating Skepta. Yeah, Skepta was more her vibe. Yeah. That was hot. I loved that. People are saying Emrata. I hope not. She's recently seen I can't stand Emrata. I don't understand the obsession with her. Like, yes, amazing babunskas Mm. and good body, but I just don't think her face is that average. I just don't think <laughs> it's that average. It's stunning. So yeah, I just really hate her because she's so hot. <laughs> no, I don't get like her. You don't think that she's like the number one where everyone no. thinks that she's the number one. Like yeah. I get Kendall Jenner. Stunning. I get Bella Hadid. I'm obsessed with her. I get Naomi Campbell is my number one. She's like the hottest person in the entire world. I get, it's not like I'm one of those people who I'm like, you I hate like them because they're girls, hot. Yeah. I just don't think that she's that hot. 
Yeah, I think she's pretty hot, but I do. I don't think that she's the hottest person in the world. She no. does have a fantastic. She's body not good though. enough for Pete Davidson. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like to go from Pete Kardashian is to Emrata. I don't think that that's a step up or like the next step. I think that would be a massive downgrade. But I, I will tell you this now that a lot of people would be disagreeing with you. I know that. I'm just saying my opinion. Chloe, are we here you- to just please <laughs> the mass audience, Lauren? Because that's not what I'm here for. <laughs> Let me grab this mic and tell everyone that. M. Rada ain't hot. Controversial. Controversial <laughs> opinion right now. So the next thing is that Chloe's celebrity crush had an absolute fucking meltdown oh, and now has no. given us the ick and we this, don't find him hot anymore. This is the absolute heartbreak. So one of my many celeb crushes, but he's definitely top five. Anthony Joshua. Big bloody call. Top five is hard to pick. That's that's mm, big call. Hang on. Are we putting Bill Murray in there? Because maybe he's just top ten. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Joshua Shelley. so beautiful he's like six foot six and full of muscle and he's a British boxer so he's just gorgeous and every interview I've seen of him he's just so sweet talks about how much he loves his mum why he started boxing and how it changed his this life this is the guy who I walked into the house after going on a walk one morning and <laughs> mum and Chloe were watching TV we were watching the like, Graham show but I didn't see that they are watching TV at this point I just walk in and they're like oh my god Lars we found the perfect guy for you we have to set you up with him he's so perfect for you blah 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 and I was like oh my god who and they're like this guy and point to the TV and he was on the Graham Norton show being interviewed he's like the number one boxer in the world at the moment not number one but still up there and i was like there is no way that that is a realistic match yeah so i follow him on instagram and i saw this morning that he posted something saying um actually i'll read it out yes so it's a photo of him tearing up at obviously like a little press conference that they do after a five and the caption is I wish at Yusika, I definitely butchered that. <laughs> the, other, the other fighter. He's tagged the fighter that he versed in his most recent fight. I wish him <laughs> continued success in your quest for greatness. You are a class act champ. Yesterday, I had to mentally take myself into a dark place to compete for the championship belts. I had two fights, one with Yusik and one with my emotions and both got the better of me. I'll be the first to admit I let myself down. I acted out of pure passion and emotion, and when not controlled, it ain't great. I love this sport so, so much, and I'll be better from this point on. Respect. And I was like, oh, my God, Lauren, listen to this. How bizarre. Yeah. And I read it and out it to her. So she was like, what the hell? So then I Googled it, and that was weird because at first I just Googled Anthony Joshua fight, and then it came up with the other guy's name too, so I clicked on that. All the immediate headlines were just saying – how the other guy won. And then I found this article about oh how he lost the fight. And this is the second world championship. He's lost against this guy, the same guy, two times in a row now. And apparently I saw footage. He like grabs the mic off the guy and just absolutely starts being like so disrespectful and childish. And I was just like, and looking at like the look on his face, it was just like, obviously I've only ever seen him in his own, what he puts on his social media and him in like interviews. And he seems so cute and sweet. And this guy just looked like this like rough as guts kind of like blah blah but i mean like surely fighting boxing all of those sports would breed that type of it'd be hard to not get yourself to a place where you just have to get like so freaking emotionally like riled up and stuff oh 100 but yeah so he like steals the mic wait no i don't think he had stolen the mic yet but he goes up to um the opponent and in his face he's like skills win boxing you're not strong how did you beat me how i had character and determination 
How oh, cringy is so that? Bad. Oh, and I just love him. And then I saw the footage, and he's like, and then later, he's and got this the- wasn't privately. This was like all filmed and mm, on, all yeah. filmed. And also, the guy that he's versing is from the Ukraine. Like, give him a freaking oh break. Oh, my God, His country's being invaded right now. <laughs> Jesus, I didn't know that part of it. Just yeah. it works. And so he's got the Ukraine flag around his shoulders. Oh, my God. And he, like, rips it off? No, he he has it because at first he's like, yeah, okay, you won. Like You've got the belt, blah, blah, blah. the Russian anthem. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, and then he's got it around his thing and he, like, steals the mic and he starts, like, going off on this tangent, like, having a full-blown rant. Oh, and then eek, the guy eek, goes eek. up to him and he thinks he's trying to take the mic. So he, like, grabs the mic and then he's like no and like grabs the flag off him he's like this is my moment you're completely ruining this for me oh my god that is terrible yeah i'm not gonna make the decision to unfollow him on instagram just yet because i think his his response was pretty sweet is he out of the top five yeah i'd say he's just top 20 now yeah no you know what 25 (laughs) (laughs) oh big calls big calls today so many big calls speaking of icks give me a stick Someone else that gives us the huge ick is Andrew Tate. And thank goodness oh, he got banned from Instagram and Facebook finally. And we think TikTok. We don't have any research to back this up. <laughs> Let me just check right We're now. We're feeling it in our loins <laughs> that it might be TikTok too. Hopefully YouTube has taken them down as well. We will Google, report back no after we've emailed them to find out. It is confirmed. He is no longer on TikTok. Fantastic But he's news. got all these like fan pages i know it's disgusting Ugh. basically if you don't know who andrew tate is he's this huge misogynist scum creep. of the world yeah. he's such a loser he's just like toxic masculinity Believes vibes. That women should be back in the kitchen yeah exactly and that like you know he like slut shames girls all the time a video went viral with a whole bunch of quotes that he said and one of them was like the reason that men are attracted to youth is because an 18 year old has slept with less guys than a 26 year old so that's more attractive and an 18 year old has been through less heartbreaks and been fucked up less so he can control and have more of an impact on an 18 year old than he can a 26 year old so he's going to go for an 18 year old he also said that the place that he's moved to he wanted to move there because it was way easier to get off sexual assault charges in this country so he moved there like whether he was joking or not like that's so fucked up and basically comes out with all this crazy stuff and so many people have them on his podcast and all this like they're giving him more of a voice and I'm like you're obviously doing this so that you get more numbers and stuff and that is so fucked up that you're giving this guy there has to be a line that you won't cross and he's clearly trying to be controversial to get like fame and everything but it's just like fuck you're such a loser he just seems really dumb and uneducated though like when you actually listen to him talk it's like you really don't have much going on between the ears do you all the legs (laughs) real small dick energy such small dick energy this guy's the epitome of and i could just imagine as well him bringing a girl back and her being like him like coming really quickly or something and her being like Oh, and then him just blowing up. Yeah, like, calling her a slut. Yeah, exactly. That is, that's this guy's vibe. Yeah. Yeah, so I read this article. It was talking about how much of an impact this is having on, because young men, especially young boys, are his target audience or the main guys that are being influenced by him. And, 
And there was this article where all these teachers were talking about how bad it's become in their school. There were like young boys who were refusing to read books written by women or do assignments about women because they were like, all women are good for is being Mm. housewives, blah, 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 and like, and quoting Andrew Tate. (sighs) And like, there's heaps of teachers that have seen them playing his videos at school and all this type of stuff. Do you want to hear this amazing quote that he uh, made about CPR? This one. Oh, this is so bad. I do know how to administer CPR. However, I will not administer CPR unless you're a hot female. If you're some fat dude and you just had a heart attack and I don't really know you, you're going to die. No, not even if you're a friend. If you're my friend, you just can't be a pussy. Well, I had a heart attack. Get the fuck up. What the fuck's wrong with you? Go to hospital later. Have a drink, cigarette, cup of coffee, back in the game. Fucking having heart attacks near me, you little pussy. Oh, my God. How could any of your friends say that about you? idiot. Yeah, and he said, he's like, if you give um, CPR, it's gay and stuff like that. You know who actually does, like, amazing videos um, from from Daddy Issues? Viola Benson. Yeah, she's she's so funny. From a female, yeah, Yeah. from a female version. She's, like, totally paying you out. She's like, to my high-value female. Yeah. If your if your man gives another woman CPR, that's cheating right in front of you. You need to break up with him. But yeah, anyway, he's an absolute loser, and thank goodness he's finally been taken off. But I mean, he's already had so much influence over so many people. Mm. So hopefully, he fades into the background soon. Hopefully, the last thing that we found out just before we started recording today was that Jess, Cece, and Winnie the Bish from New Girl have a podcast apparently. Oh my God, so we need to get around that. Plugging someone else's podcast. <laughs> yeah, right legit. You can't they're, let them steal our They're our main competitors. Oh my yeah. God. How good is that? I I'm know. so excited about it. I'm going to listen to it tonight. I know. Apparently it's like all like the behind the scenes from the show mm. as well. It's all about well, the Because when I looked it up after we found out that they've got one, their most recent one is about how they came to playing the... Let me just... <laughs> time i just breezed past it but we have to mention it now chloe has broken both of our wine glasses since we've been sitting here just <laughs> she's just shattering them in her hands she broke mine i literally had like four sips no this goes to show how freaking useless they are <laughs> yeah. what an uncertain okay okay the first one okay maybe that was my fault she flopped in a bottle it. of limoncello the into it tipped and it hit the base of it and it freaking snapped this one i just <laughs> I tried to pick up my phone, but my hand was wet from the condensation <laughs> and it's hit the stem of the wine glass and now there's no stem and it's just the top part of the wine glass. You've improved it. <laughs> this is a vibe. Look. You should have seen the face. <laughs> She's just like, you fucking kidding. Oh my God. I think we need to end it there because <laughs> there's nothing else. We can't even cheers with anything now. <laughs> cheers with our microphones instead. Oh my God. All right, guys, we're going to love you and leave you. Have an excellent week. Happy Wednesday. We'll see you next time. We'll have to get some um, sippy cups. (laughs) Classic ones for me, please. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. Hey!